1. Briaccia Anche, Brixia, a city and episcopal see of Lombardy, Italy, the capital of the province of Brescia, finely situated at the foot of the Alps, 52 meters E of Milan and 40 meters W of Verona by rail, Pop, 1901 Town, 42.495, Commune, 72.731, the plan of the city is rectangular, and the streets intersect at right angles, a peculiarity handed down from Roman times though the area enclosed by the medieval walls is larger than that of the Roman town, which occupied the eastern portion of the present one. The Piazza del Muso marks the site of the Forum, and the museum on its north side is ensconced in a Corinthian temple with three celli, by some attributed to Hercules, but more probably the Capitolium of the city, erected by Vespasian in AD 73 if the inscription really belongs to the building, CF, TH, Momsen Incorporation Inscript, Lat. V number 4312, Berlin, 1872, and excavated in 1823, it contains a famous bronze statue of victory, found in 1826, scanty remains of a building on the south side of the Forum, called the Curia, but which may be a basilica, and of the theater, on the east of the temple, still exist, Brescia contains many interesting medieval buildings, the castle, at the northeast angle of the town, commands a fine view, it is now a military prison. The old cathedral is a round dome structure of the 10th century erected over an early Christian basilica, which has 42 ancient columns, and the broletto, adjoining the new cathedral a building of 1604 on the north, is a massive building of the 12th and 13th centuries the original town hall, now the prefecture and law courts, with a lofty tower. There are also remains of the convent of S. Salvatore, founded by Desideris, king of Lombardy including three churches, two of which now contain the fine medieval museum, which possesses good ivories. The Church of S. Francesco has a Gothic facade and cloisters. There are also some good Renaissance palaces and other buildings, including the Municipio, begun in 1492 and completed by Jacopo Sansovino in 1554-1574. This is a magnificent structure, with fine ornamentation. The Church of S. Maria de Miracoli 1488-1523 is also noteworthy for its general effect and for the richness of its details, especially of the reliefs on the facade. Many other churches, and the picture gallery Galleria Martinengo, contain fine works of the painters of the Brescian school, Alessandro Bonvicino generally known as Morato, Girolamo Romanino and Morato's pupil, Giovanni Battista Moroni. The Biblioteca Quiriniana contains early Inesis a 14th century Miz of Dante, and C, and some rare incunabula. The city is well supplied with water, and has no less than 72 public fountains. Brescia has considerable factories of ironware, particularly firearms and weapons one of the government small arms factories being situated here, also of woolens, linens and silks, matches, candles, and C, the stone quarries of Mazzano, 8 meters east of Brescia supplied material for the monument to Victor Emmanuel II, and other buildings in Rome. Brescia is situated on the main railway line between Milan and Verona, and has branch railways to Esso, Parma, Cremona and Viroveto to Bergamo, and steam tramways to Mantua, Sonsino, Ponte Toscalano and Cardine Valtrampia. The ancient Celtic Brixia, a town of the Sinomani, became Roman in 225 BC when the Sinomani submitted to Rome. Augustus founded a civil not a military colony here in 27 BC and the Antiberius constructed an aqueduct to supply it. 
in 452 it was plundered by Etla, but was the seat of a duchy in the Lombard period. From 1167 it was one of the most active members of the Lombard League. In 1258 it fell into the hands of Ixilino of Verona, and belonged to the Scaligers della Scala until 1421, when it came under the Visconti of Milan, and in 1426 under Venice. Early in the 16th century it was one of the wealthiest cities of Lombardy, but has never recovered from its sack by the French under Gaston de Foy in 1512. It belonged to Venice until 1797. When it came under Austrian dominion, it revolted in 1848, and again in 1849, being the only Lombard town to rally to Charles Albert in the latter year, but was taken after ten days obstinate street fighting by the Austrians under Hainau. See Muso Bresciano Illustrato Brescia, 1838, T.A.S., Bria a city of Germany, capital of the Prussian province of Silesia, and an episcopal see. Situated in a wide and fertile plain on both banks of the navigable Oder, 350 meters from its mouth, at the influx of the Ole, and 202 meters from Berlin on the railway to Vienna. Pop. 1867 171.926, 1882.712, 1885-292.640, 1893-35.186, 1905-470.751, about 60 being Protestants, 35 Roman Catholics and nearly 5 Jews, the odor, which here breaks into several orms, divides the city into two unequal halves, crossed by numerous bridges, the larger portion, on the left bank, includes the old or inner town, surrounded by beautiful promenades, on the site of the ramparts, dismantled after 1813, from an eminence within which, the Liebigshohe, a fine view is obtained of the surrounding country, outside, as well as across the Oder, lies the new town with extensive suburbs, containing, especially in the Schwedenitz quarter in the south, and the Oder quarter in the north, many handsome streets and spacious squares, the inner town, in contrast to the suburbs, still retains with its narrow streets much of its ancient characters, and contains several medieval buildings, both religious and secular, of great beauty and interest. The cathedral, dedicated to St. John the Baptist, was begun in 1148 and completed at the close of the 15th century, enlarged in the 17th and 18th centuries, and restored between 1873 and 1875, it is rich in notable treasures especially the high altar of beaten silver, and in beautiful paintings and sculptures, the Kruzkirche Church of the Holy Cross, dating from the 13th and 14th centuries, is an interesting brick building, remarkable for its stained glass and its historical monuments, among which is the tomb of Henry Ivy, Duke of Silesia, the Sandkirche, so called from its dedication to Our Lady on the Sand, dates from the 14th century, and was until 1810 the Church of the Augustinian Canons, the Dorothener Minori Tenkirche, remarkable for its high-pitched roof, was founded by the Emperor Charles Ivy, in 1351. These are the most notable of the Roman Catholic churches. Of the Evangelical churches the most important is that of St. Elizabeth, founded about 1250, rebuilt in the 14th and 15th centuries, and restored in 1857. Its lofty tower contains the largest bell in Silesia, and the church possesses a celebrated organ fine stained glass, a magnificent stone pix erected in 1455 over 52 feet high, and portraits of Luther and Melanchthon by Lucas Cranach, the Church of St. Mary Magdalene, 
built in the 14th century on the model of the cathedral, has two lofty Gothic towers connected by a bridge, and is interesting as having been the church in which, in 1523, the Reformation in Silesia was first proclaimed. Other noteworthy ecclesiastical buildings are the graceful Gothic Church of St. Michael built in 1871, the Bishop's Palace and the Jewish Synagogue, the finest in Germany after that in Berlin. The business streets of the city converge upon the ring, the market square, in which is the town hall, a fine Gothic building, begun in the middle of the 14th and completed in the 16th century. Within is the Feuerstenzel, in which the Diets of Silesia were formerly held, while beneath is the famous Schwedenitzer Keller used continuously since 1455 as a beer and wine house. V.04P.0499 The University, a spacious Gothic building facing the Oder, is a striking edifice. It was built 1728-1736 as a college by the Jesuits, on the site of the former imperial castle presented to them by the Emperor Leopold I and contains a magnificent hall all Leopoldna, richly ornamented with frescoes and capable of holding 1200 persons. Breslau possesses a large number of other important public buildings, the Stadthaus Civic Hall, the Royal Palace, the government offices a handsome pile erected in 1887, the Provincial House of Assembly, the Municipal Archives, the Courts of Law, the Silesian Museum of Arts and Crafts and Antiquities, stored in the former Assembly Hall of the Estates and the House, which was rebuilt for the purpose, the Museum of Fine Arts, the Exchange, the Stad and Loeb Theatres the post office and central railway station. There are also numerous hospitals and schools. Breslau is exceedingly rich in fine monuments, the most noteworthy being the equestrian statues of Frederick the Great and Frederick William III, both by Kiss, the statue of Blueacre by Roch, a marble statue of General Tauentzian by Langhans and Scado, a bronze statue of Karl Gottlieb's 1746-1798, the Prussian jurist, a monument to Schleiermacher born here in 1768, and statues of the Emperor William I. Bismarck and Moltke. There are also several handsome fountains. Foremost among the educational establishments stands the university, founded in 1702 by the Emperor Leopold I as a Jesuit college, and greatly extended by the incorporation of the University of Frankfurt on Oder in 1811. Its library contains 306.000 volumes and 4,000 emesis and has in the so-called Bibliothek the Habichtiana a valuable collection of Oriental literature. Among its auxiliary establishments are botanical gardens, an observatory, and anatomical, physiological and kindred institutions. There are eight classical and four modern schools, two higher girls' schools, a Roman Catholic normal school, a Jewish theological seminary, a school of arts and crafts, and numerous literary and charitable foundations. It island however, as a commercial and industrial city that Breslau is most widely known, its situation, close to the extensive coal and iron fields of Upper Silesia, in proximity to the Austrian and Russian frontiers, at the center of a network of railways directly communicating both with these countries and with the chief towns of northern and central Germany, and on a deep waterway connecting with the Elbe and the Vistula, facilitates its very considerable transit and export trade in the products of the province and of the neighboring countries. These embrace coal, sugar, cereals, spirits, petroleum and timber. The local industries comprise machinery and tools, railway and tramway carriages, furniture, cast iron goods, gold and silver work, carpets, furs, cloth and cottons, paper, musical instruments, glass and china, 
Breslau is the headquarters of the B.I. German Army Corps and contains a large garrison of troops of all arms. History. Breslau Lab. Bratislava is first mentioned by the chronicler Thyatmar, Bishop of Merseburg, in A.D. 1000, and was probably founded some years before this date. Early in the 11th century it was made the seat of a bishop, and after having formed part of Poland, became the capital of an independent duchy in 1163, destroyed by the Mongols in 1241. It soon recovered its former prosperity and received a large influx of German colonists. The bishop obtained the title of a prince of the empire in 1290, when Henry VI, the last duke of Breslau, died in 1335. The city came by purchase to John, king of Bohemia, whose successors retained it until about 1460. The Bohemian kings bestowed various privileges on Breslau, which soon began to extend its commerce in all directions. While owing to increasing wealth the citizens took up a more independent attitude, disliking the Hussites. Breslau placed itself under the protection of Pope Pius I, in 1463, and a few years afterwards came under the rule of the Hungarian king, Matthias Corvinus. After his death in 1490 it again became subject to Bohemia, passing with the rest of Silesia to the Habsburgs when in 1526 Ferdinand, afterwards emperor, was chosen king of Bohemia. Having passed almost undisturbed through the periods of the Reformation and the Thirty Years' War, Breslau was compelled to own the authority of Frederick the Great in 1741. It was, however, recovered by the Austrians in 1757, but was regained by Frederick after his victory at Leuthen in the same year, and has since belonged to Prussia, although it was held for a few days by the French in 1807 after the Battle of Jena, and again in 1813 after the Battle of Bautzen. The sites of the fortifications, dismantled by the French in 1807, were given to the civic authorities by King Frederick William II, and converted into promenades. In March 1813 this monarch issued from Breslau his stirring appeals to the Prussians, and Main Volk and in Main Krijescher, and the city was the center of the Prussian preparations for the campaign which ended at Leipzig. After the Prussian victory at Sadova in 1866, William I made a triumphant and complimentary entry into the city which since the days of Frederick the Great has been only less loyal to the royal house than Berlin itself. See Berner and Stein, Jeskitsch der Stadt Breslau Bressel, 1851-1853, J. Stein, Jeskitsch der Stadt Breslau in 1910-1884, O. Frenzel, Breslauer Stadtbuch, Codex Dippel, Silesi, Volume I, 1882, Luches, Breslau, Ein Führer Deutsch die Stadt 12th Education Bressel. 1904, in 1195 Jaroslav, son of Boleslaus I of Lower Silesia, who became Bishop of Breslau in 1198, inherited the Duchy of Nyssa, which at his death 1201 he bequeathed to his successors in the sea. The Austrian part of Nyssa still belongs to the Bishop of Breslau, who also still bears the title of Prince Bishop, B.R.E.S.S. Andy, Jean B.A.P.D.I.S.D.A. Prosper 1815-1886, French actor. Was born at Calon sur Somme on the 23rd of October 1815, and began his stage career at the Variets in Paris in 1833. In 1838, he went to the French theatre at St. Petersburg, where for eight years he played important parts with ever increasing reputation. His success was confirmed at the Gymnase when he returned to Paris in 1846, and he made his debut at the Comédie Française as a full fledged societier in 1854. From playing the ardent young lover, he turned to a leading roles both in modern plays and in the classical repertoire. 
his Richelieu in Maud de Belle Isle, his octave in Alfred de Musset's Caprices de Marianne, and his appearance in de Musset's Il Folkman Portsoi Duverdiu Fermi and UN Caprice were followed by Tartuffe, a misanthrope and Don Juan, Bresson retired in 1875, and died on the 23rd of January 1886, during his professorship at the Conservatoire. Monizelli was one of his pupils, Biariasesi, a district of eastern France embracing portions of the departments of Aine, Somme et Loire and Jura. The Bresse extends from the Doms on the south to the river Doubs on the north, and from the Somme eastwards to the Jura, measuring some 60 meters in the former, and 20 meters in the latter direction. It is a plain varying from 600 to 800 feet above the sea, with few eminences and a slight inclination westwards. Heaths and coppice alternate with pastures and arable land, pools and marshes are numerous, especially in the north. Its chief rivers are the Ville, the Races and the Seal, all tributaries of the Somme. The soil is a gravelly clay but moderately fertile, and cattle raising is largely carried on. The region island however, more especially celebrated for its table poultry, the inhabitants preserve a distinctive but almost obsolete costume, with a curious headdress, the breast proper called the Bresse Bressini, comprises the northern portion of the department of Aine. The greater part of the district belonged in the Middle Ages to the Lords of Bij, from whom it passed in 1272 to the House of Savoy. It was not till the first half of the 15th century that the province, with Bourg as its capital, was founded as such. In 1601 it was ceded to France by the Treaty of Lyon, after which it formed together with the province of Bugy first a separate government and afterwards part of the government of Burgundy. B.R.E.S.S.U.I.R.E., a town of western France, capital of an arrondissement in the department of Du Sèvres, 48 meters and of nearby rail, Pop, 1906-45-61, the town is situated on an eminence overlooking the Dolo, a tributary of the Argenton, it is the center of a cattle-rearing and agricultural region, and has important markets, the manufacture of wooden type and woolen goods is carried on, Brescheuire has two buildings of interest, the Church of Notre Dame, which, dating chiefly from the 12th and 15th centuries, has an imposing tower of the Renaissance period, and the castle, built by the lords of B.04P.0500 Beaumont, vassals of the Viscount of Duars, the latter is now in ruins, and a portion of the site is occupied by a modern chateau, but an inner and outer line of fortifications are still to be seen, the whole forms the finest assemblage of feudal ruins in Poitou. Brescheuire is the seat of a sub-prefect and has a tribunal of first instance. Among the disasters suffered at various times by the town, its capture from the English and subsequent village by French troops under Duguesclin in 1370 is the most memorable. Brest, a fortified seaport of western France, capital of an arrondissement in the department of Finister, 155 meters WNW of Rennes by rail, population 1906 town. 71.163, Commune, 85.294, it is situated to the north of a magnificent landlocked bay, and occupies the slopes of two hills divided by the river Penfeld, the part of the town on the left bank being regarded as breast proper, while the part on the right is known as recuverance, there are also extensive suburbs to the east of the town, the hillsides are in some places so steep that the ascent from the lower to the upper town has to be effected by flights of steps and the second or third story of one house is often on a level with the ground story of the next. The chief street of Brest bears the name of Rue de Siam, in honor of the Siamese embassy sent to Louis Xivy, and terminates at the remarkable Swing Bridge, constructed in 1861.
which crosses the mouth of the Penfeld, running along the shore to the south of the town is the Corps de Jut, one of the finest promenades of its kind in France, named after the engineer who constructed it. It is planted with trees and adorned with marble statues of Neptune and abundance by Antoine Coise of Ox. The castle with its donjon and seven towers 12th to the 16th centuries, commanding the entrance to the river, is the only interesting building in the town. Brest is the capital of one of the five naval arrondissements of France. The naval port, which is in great part excavated in the rock, extends along both banks of the Penfeld. It comprises gun foundries and workshops, magazines, shipbuilding yards and repairing docks, and employs about 7,000 workmen. There are also large naval barracks, training ships and naval schools of various kinds, and an important naval hospital. Brest is the seat of a sub-prefect and has tribunals of first instance and of commerce, a chamber of commerce, a board of trade arbitrators, two naval tribunals, and a tribunal of maritime commerce. There are also lycées for boys and girls and a school of commerce and industry. The commercial port, which is separated from the town itself by the Corps de Jut, comprises a tidal port with docks and an outer harbor, it is protected by jetties to the east and west and by a breakwater on the south. In 1905 the number of vessels entered was 202 with a tonnage of 67.755, and cleared 160 with a tonnage of 61.012. The total value of the imports in 1905 was L244.000. The chief were wine, coal, timber, mineral tar, fertilizers and lobsters and crayfish. Exports, of which the chief were wheat flour, fruit and superphosphates, were valued at L40.000. Besides its sardine and mackerel fishing industry, the town has flour mills, breweries, foundries, forges, engineering works, and manufactures of blocks, candles, chemicals from seaweed, boots, shoes and linen. Brest communicates by submarine cable with America and French West Africa. The roadstead consists of a deep indentation with a maximum length of 14 meters and an average width of 4 meters the mouth being barred by the peninsula of Quellern, leaving a passage from 1 to 2 meters broad, known as the Goulet. The outline of the bay is broken by numerous smaller bays or arms, formed by the embouchures of streams, the most important being the Ansta Quellern, the Ansta Polmi, and the mouths of the Chaudolin and the Landernia. Brest is a fortress of the first class. The fortifications of the town and the harbor fall into four groups, one the very numerous forts and batteries guarding the approaches to and the channel of the Goulet, to the batteries and forts directed upon the roads, three a group of works preventing access to the peninsula of Quellern, and commanding the ground to the south of the peninsula from which many of the works of group two could be taken in reverse, for the defenses of Brest itself consisting of an old-fashioned insane possessing little military value and a chain of detached forts to the west of the town. Nothing definite is known of Brest till about 1240, when it was ceded by a count of Léon to John I. Duke of Brittany. In 1340 to John of Montfort gave it up to the English, and it did not finally leave their hands till 1397. Its medieval importance was great enough to give rise to the saying, He is not Duke of Brittany who is not Lord of Brest. By the marriage of Francis I with Claude, daughter of Anne of Brittany, Brest with the rest of the duchy definitely passed to the French crown. The advantages of the situation for a seaport town were first recognized by Richelieu, who in 1631 constructed a harbor with wooden wharves, which soon became a station of the French Navy. Colbert changed the wooden wharves for masonry and otherwise improved the post, 
and Vauban's fortifications followed in 1680-1688. During the 18th century the fortifications and the naval importance of the town continued to develop. In 1694 an English squadron under John, 3rd Lord Berkeley, was miserably defeated in attempting a landing, but in 1794, during the Revolutionary War, the French fleet, under Villard de Joyeuse, was as thoroughly beaten in the same place by the English Admiral Howe, Brest Elidioviesque Polish Bezhesk-Litevsky, and in the Kron, Bresti and Berestov, a strongly fortified town of Russia, in the government of Grodno, 137 meters by rail s from the city of Grodno, in 52 degrees 5 n lat, and 23 degrees 39 long, at the junction of the navigable river Mukovitz with the Bug, and at the intersection of railways from Warsaw, Kiev, Moscow and East Prussia, Pop, 1867-22.493-1901-42.812, of whom more than one half were Jews, it contains a Jewish synagogue, which was regarded in the 16th century as the first in Europe, and is the seat of an Armenian and of a Greek Catholic bishop, the former has authority over the Armenians throughout the whole country, the town carries on an extensive trade in grain, flax, hemp, wood, tar and leather, First mentioned in the beginning of the 11th century, Brest Litovsk was in 1241 laid waste by the Mongols and was not rebuilt till 1275, its suburbs were burned by the Teutonic Knights in 1379, and in the end of the 15th century the whole town met a similar fate at the hands of the Khan of the Crimea. In the reign of the Polish King Sajisman II, diets were held there, and in 1594 and 1596 it was the meeting place of two remarkable councils of the bishops of Western Russia. In 1657, and again in 1706, the town was captured by the Swedes. In 1794, it was the scene of Suvorov's victory over the Polish general Sierakowski. In 1795, it was added to the Russian Empire. The Brest Litovsk Orkins Canal, 50 meters long, utilizing the Mukovitz Bug Rivers, forms a link in the waterways that connect the Dnieper with the Vistula. Brgeul, Louis Charles Augustelier. Baron de 1730-1807, French diplomatist, was born at the Chateau of Azaïl-Theron Indra on 7 March 1730. He was only 28 when he was appointed by Louis XV, ambassador to the Elector of Cologne, and two years later he was sent to St. Petersburg. He arranged to be temporarily absent from his post at the time of the palace revolution by which Catherine II was placed on the throne. In 1769 he was sent to Stockholm and subsequently represented his government at Vienna, Naples, and again at Vienna until 1783, when he was recalled to become minister of the king's household. In this capacity he introduced considerable reforms in prison administration. A close friend of Marie Antoinette, he presently came into collision with Calan, who demanded his dismissal in 1787. His influence with the king and queen, especially with the latter, remained unshaken. And on Necker's dismissal on the 11th of July 1789, Bretoy succeeded him as chief minister. The fall of the Bastille three days later put an end to the new ministry, and Bretoy made his way to Switzerland with the first party of emigres. At Solur, in November 1790, he received from Louis XVI exclusive powers to negotiate with the European courts, and in his efforts to check the ill-advised diplomacy of the emigre princes. He soon brought himself into opposition with his old rival Kalan, who held a chief place in their councils. V.04P.0501 After the failure of the flight to Varennes, in the arrangement of which he had a share, 
Bretoy received instructions from Louis XVI, designed to restore amicable relations with the princes, his distrust of the king's brothers and his defense of Louis XVI.As prerogative were to some extent justified, but his intransigeant attitude towards these princes emphasized the dissensions of the royal family in the eyes of foreign sovereigns, who looked on the Comte de Provence as the natural representative of his brother and found a pretext for non-interference on Louis's behalf in the contradictory statements of the negotiators. Bretoy himself was the object of violent attacks from the party of the princes, who asserted that he persisted in exercising powers which had been revoked by Louis XVI. After the execution of Marie Antoinette he retired into private life near Hamburg, only returning to France in 1802. He died in Paris on the 2nd of November 1807. See the memoirs of Bertrand de Molleville 2 volumes. Paris, 1816 and of the Marquis de Bull 2 volumes. Paris, 1884, and E. Coblenz, 1789-1793-1889, forming part of his hist. De l'immigration. Biarrigiani, a French town department Uriel-Loire, arrondissement and canton of Chartres, commune of Sours, which gave its name to a celebrated treaty concluded there on the 8th of May 1460, between Edward I.I.I., of England and John I.I., surnamed the Good, of France, the exactions of the English, who wished to yield as few as possible of the advantages claimed by them in the Treaty of London, made negotiations difficult and the discussion of terms begun early in April lasted more than a month. By virtue of this treaty Edward III obtained, besides Guyenne and Gascony, Poitou, Saint-Ange and Onise, Agenais, Perigord, Limousin, Quirky, Bigorre, the Countship of Dower, Angamois, Rilerg, Montreuil-sur-Mer, Pontieu, Calais, Samet, Ham and the Countship of Guins, John II, had, moreover, to pay three millions of gold crowns for his ransom. On his side the King of England gave up the duchies of Normandy and Touraine, the countships of Anjou and Maine, and the suzerainty of Brittany and of Flanders, as a guarantee for the payment of his ransom. John the Good gave as hostages two of his sons, several princes and nobles, four inhabitants of Paris, and two citizens from each of the nineteen principal towns of France. This treaty was ratified and sworn to by the two kings and by their eldest sons on the 24th of October 1460, at Calais. At the same time were signed the special conditions relating to each important article of the treaty, and the renunciatory clauses in which the kings abandoned their rights over the territory they had yielded to one another. See Rimmer's Fodera, Volume I, Dumont, Corps Diplomatique, Volume I. Frelissart, Education Loose, Volume I. Els Grandes Chroniques de France, Education P. Paris, Volume I. E. Cosmia, Els Grands Traits de Logaire Descendants 1889, Breton, Jules Adolphe Louis 1827, French painter, was born on the 1st of May 1827, at Couriers, Pont-de-Calais, France, his artistic gifts being manifest at an early age, he was sent in 1843 to Ghent to study under the historical painter de Vigny, and in 1846 to Baron Walters at Antwerp. Finally he worked in Paris under Drolling. His first efforts were in historical subjects, St. Piet preaching in Gaul, then, under the influence of the Revolution of 1848, he represented misery and despair, but Breton soon discovered that he was not born to be a historical painter, and he returned to the memories of nature and of the country which were impressed on him in early youth. 
1853 he exhibited the Return of the Harvesters at the Paris Salon, and the Little Gleaner at Brussels. Thenceforward he was essentially a painter of rustic life, especially in the province of Artois, which he quitted only three times for short excursions, in 1864 to Provence, and in 1865 and 1873 to Brittany, whence he derived some of his happiest studies of religious scenes. His numerous subjects may be divided generally into four classes, labor, rest, rural festivals and religious festivals. Among his more important works may be named, Women Gleaning, and, The Day After Street Sebastian's Day, 1855, which gained him a third-class medal, Blessing the Fields, 1857, a second-class medal, Erecting a Calvary, 1859, now in the Lille Gallery, The Return of the Gleaners, 1859. Now in the Luxembourg, Evening, and, Women Weeding, 1861. A first-class medal, Grandfather's Birthday, 1862, The Close of Day, 1865, Harvest, 1867, Potato Gatherers, 1868, A Pardon, Brittany, 1869, The Fountain, 1872. Medal of Honor, The Bonfires of St. John, 1875, Women Mending Nets, 1876. In the Douai Museum, a Gleaner, 1877, Luxembourg, Evening, Finister, 1881, The Song of the Lark, 1884, The Last Sunbeam, 1885, The Shepherd's Star, 1888, The Call Home, 1889, The Last Gleanings, 1895, Gathering Poppies, 1897, The Alarm Cry, 1899, Twilight Glory, 1900. Breton was elected to the Institute in 1886 on the death of Barbary. In 1889 he was made commander of the Legion of Honor, and in 1899 foreign member of the Royal Academy of London. He also wrote several books, among them L's Champ Set Lumber 1876, Nose Painters Du Cicla 1900, Jean, A Poem, Delphine Bernard 1902, and Le Painter 1904, See Jules Breton, Biden Artiste, Art and Nature Autobiographical, Paris, 1890, Marius Vachon. Jules Breton 1899, Breton, Breton O-R-B-R-I-D-E-A-I-N-E, Nicholas 1545, 1626, English poet, belonged to an old family settled at Layer Breton, Essex, his father, William Breton, who had made a considerable fortune by trade, died in 1559, and the widow May Elizabeth Bacon married the poet George Gascoigne before her sons had attained their majority. Nicholas Breton was probably born at the Capital Mansion House in Red Cross Street, in the parish of St. Giles without Cripplegate.